to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Deidre Shen, founder and CEO of Capshow, software that helps entrepreneurs turn their stories into content that converts. Now, we believe that every entrepreneur who has had to overcome their own internal struggles is remarkable. And it is this exact remarkability that needs to be shared so that they can positively impact the world. So stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest in 20 or 25 minutes. So let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Remarkable Entrepreneur. I am joined by Anna Ochoa, which I'm so excited to talk to you because I was reading a little bit about you and I know that you are a lawyer. I also I studied law. I, I think we had very similar maybe like beginnings. Um, and so I'm so fascinated to see kind of to hear about your story and when you decided to branch off and how that was like for you. But welcome, first of all, Anna, to the show. Um, and I'd love for you to start with telling us a little bit about what you do now in Creators Coaching Co. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. So really my job, I'm a solopreneur. I work to empower coaches and service providers in the online space to really increase their income and their impact in the world with a signature high ticket course and coaching program so that they can really create that freedom-based business for themselves. That's kind of my my little elevator pitch there. So that's really what I focus on doing. Amazing. I love that. Okay. So tell us about, I'm so fascinated about your journey. So let's start yeah. at the beginning, how you got into this, um, how was that like, and kind of we'll take it from there about how you actually grew your business. Absolutely. So like you said, I am a former attorney. I mean, I'm still an attorney, but I'm not practicing anymore. And I... I pivoted a lot in, in college and um, high school and where I was going to go with my career, but I ended up in law. Um, and it just wasn't for me. It didn't fill up my cup. I had a lot of anxiety from my job and my husband and I bought our first home and I really dove into, you know, DIY projects and design. And that's kind of how I entered the online space was on the influencer side with home decor and DIY. Wow. <laughs> and it, it sort of evolved from there. People asking me, um, you know, how I started a blog and I ended up creating a blogging course. And then people started asking me about course creation and, here I am teaching basically what I have learned along the way to new coaches and online service providers now. Amazing. Okay. I love that. So how long ago uh, was that when you sort of started the DIY and becoming an influencer? Yeah. So that was in summer of 2017 was when I started that account. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's been and a while. Yeah. And what was that like? Like, you know, how, how quickly did that grow? And did you have any, did, did you even have any, what am I trying to say? Did you go into it thinking, oh, this is something that it could become, or did you just start doing something and it's like next minute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I started it as a way to kind of share our projects with friends and family. And it kind of just snowballed from there. The account grew pretty quickly. I mean, this is back in 2017, right? Instagram. I don't even think stories were a thing on Instagram when I started my account. So things have changed very rapidly in the Instagram space and in the online space in general. Um, but it kind of just snowballed and I started realizing, you know, oh, I can work with brands and make money and monetize and start a blog. And yeah, that's what I did. 
Awesome. Wow. So you just, you just like went full throttle. I love that Um, because I think that's the, the, the true mark of an entrepreneur where, you know, wherever the opportunities or your curiosity goes, like you just follow that. And that's what you did, which I love. Okay. So I have such a fascinating journey. Okay. So you started as an influencer, you went into blogging. Um, So how quickly did you make that? um, Did you start your own blog? So I started, gosh, you're going to make me remember years. Um, (laughs) I started my blog probably a year after I started my account, my Instagram account. Um, And I did it all myself. Like I didn't even know that I'm I'm sure there were at the time, you know, courses out there on blogging, but I had no idea. I didn't even look into that. I just went for it and started my blog. What made you decide to start a blog? Um, again, I think it was just to share, but also, you know, on my Instagram account, I, I started growing and I started having people asking me, you know, how are you doing this project? How are you doing that project? Mm -hmm. And a blog is, is a lot more in depth and I was able to provide a lot more value for people through the blog than necessarily through, you know, Instagram captions. Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay, cool. So you started your blog and then, uh, take us and you were still working full-time obviously, because this was kind of a side, was it even a side hustle? Because were you making any money from doing this? I was making not much, you know, and I was, I was getting some free product and stuff. It was the early days of, you know, my account and my blog, but yeah, I was working full-time as an attorney and this was kind of my creative outlet that allowed me to forget about my job. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. Okay. So you went to blogging and then you mentioned um, people and then you created a course off the back of that. So how, like, again, how, you know, how long did you have your blog before you created your course about it? Yeah. So I had my blog for a good three years before I created my course about blogging. And it really was to help um, influencers. I mean, I was, I was doing this all on my original Instagram page. I didn't even have creators coaching co yet. And I was really working with people who were also home decor DIY influencers who wanted to start a blog. And I had done it myself and wanted to help them sort of fast track that process and that success so that they could start monetizing and could start earning a profit and working with, you know, bigger brands and bigger companies. Yeah. And at that time, did you actually have people reaching out to to you or did you see a space in the market and you were like, this is really untapped. I'm going to really try to own this space. Yeah. So it was kind of both. I had some close, you know, Instagram friends that I had, had become really, really good friends with telling me, you know, I want to start a blog. How do I do it? You should totally, you know, create a course or do something or teach something about this because you did it all yourself. And at first I kind of brushed it off like, oh no, like I, I don't know that much, you know, (laughs) but the more research I did, the market research, I really did realize that there was space for a course like this that wasn't, you know, hugely expensive and that more targeted people who were just starting. Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, remind me again. So how long ago did you launch that particular part of your business? So July, gosh, I think it was July of 2019. I beta launched that program. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. So not, not too long ago. (laughs) Okay. So then let's, and then, and then what happened? So you, you launched this, this course and did it take off? Like, did you, you know, did it, did all your dreams come true off the back of that? Like talk to us about that particular journey. 
no, all my dreams <laughs> did not come true. <laughs> um, but it was a really great learning experience. I had a lot of traction at the beginning because I had on, on that account, I have about 35,000 followers. So mm-hmm. I had a decent audience to start with of people in my niche of home decor and DIY who were trying to be influencers and work with brands. And so I had a lot of traction at the beginning, but I learned very quickly that unless you have a huge audience or you have a lot of capital and money in the bank for paid ads, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to continue filling that funnel with new leads. Mm -hmm. So I, and, and that's kind of where creators coaching co was born because I learned that especially through the pandemic, the online space has changed so much and courses, everyone's trying to make one, everyone's trying to make quick cash. Right. And I was able to learn that really combining a course with sort of a customized coaching experience is actually really what people want. And then you can also increase your prices, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So you came and so did you actually start doing that for, blogging. So you, you created almost your own group coaching program for blogging. Kind of, um, what I sort of did was, I mean, I had some coaching, I had some group coaching in my blogging course. Um, but what I really realized was I was more passionate about helping women entrepreneurs. And if a blog is a part of that, I mean, a blog is a marketing tool, right? It's a way to get visible. It's a way to increase your authority. So I kind of wanted to broaden my horizons and I do help, you know, some of my clients with their blogs so that they can get out there in the world and increase visibility for their brands. Mm -hmm. But I really shifted into actually course creation and group coaching programs specifically for people in the online space and helping them create that for themselves, no matter the niche that they're in. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love it. Okay. So, and so how long, how long ago was this that you made this particular pivot? (laughs) Yeah. So I creators coaching co was born in really April of last year. So I'm I'm hitting that one year mark of having that account and um, really moving into sort of the offer creation, high ticket sales space. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. And you're probably like, why are you asking me about all these dates? I just, I just find this so fascinating because this, as I said before, it was like, this is the mark of an entrepreneur, right? Where you just like you make these pivots, you make these iterations and you kind of just let your curiosity, your audience, all those things guide you. And, and I totally, cause I, the number of businesses or ideas that I, you know, pursued and decided to pivot into even in the last year, gosh, like, you know, so like multiple times. Um, and so it's a really, really great story to bring to life because this is, I think a lot. And I know for me, I have definitely, I've built seven figure businesses, I've built six figure businesses. And I don't know if it, like, I personally, I don't know if it's just me where I'm like, am I self-sabotaging because I keep, you know, I'm like, I'm, I feel like, I, you know, I'm creating some success, but then it's like, mm, no, nah, I, I, I'm going, I, I really want to do this thing now. Yeah, so yeah. part of me is like, is this me or is this just something that is inherent in us as entrepreneurs? And I know this is, I'm totally taking this on a, another tangent, but do you have <laughs> thoughts on that? Do you have thoughts on like, even for you and your journey, because you've had, you know, you've pursued different things here and there. Like what, what do you think drove you to do those, to, to look into this new niche or new vehicle or new whatever? Yeah. 
I think, I think it's both. I think you made such a good point. Like, I do think it's inherent in us as entrepreneurs to want to explore different avenues and see where they take us. Um, and I don't, I, I think pivoting is a good thing in many instances. I mean, and it makes sense for me. I grew up, you know, I was going to be a dentist and then I became a lawyer and then now I'm here. And so I've, I've pivoted many times. And, um, I think being flexible is, is so important, especially as an entrepreneur that said, I will say, I totally get the whole, you know, is this self-sabotage? Am I just not waiting long enough to see success in this specific thing? Um, but I think like you, in many, in many instances, you kind of have to let your intuition guide you and, you know, do some market research, hop on calls and and talk to people and see what your audience wants from you. And that's a really good guide to, to decide, should I pivot or should I wait a little bit longer and, you know, keep pushing this specific thing that I'm in right now and see what happens? Or should I, you know, make a hard right and go somewhere else? (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So I do want to talk about, uh, obviously what you're working on now, because that, uh, you mentioned it was April of last year that you kind of decided to go fully into this. And with that, you made a decision to go full time into the, or maybe, you know, you gave it a little bit of time and then you made the decision to go full time. Yep. So how much, t- okay. So let's talk about that. How much time did you actually give this idea, this, this particular iteration of the business before you decided to make that big decision to go full time into it? Yeah. So, I mean, I creators coaching co, like I said, was born kind of April of last year. And, um, I had been doing, you know, the blogging coaching and whatnot of the blogging course, but I went full time in this job at the very beginning of the year. I, I left my job December 31st was my last day. Wow. And so I started 2022 off with a bang. <laughs> this, is, this is your year. Awesome. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, but obviously you, you, obviously you left in December 31, but how, like, how long did that process take? Because I've been exactly where you are, where I had to make a decision to leave a corporate job and it was not a, you know, yep, I'm one day I'm there and the next day I'm not. How long was that process for you? Yeah, I think um, I really started thinking about it probably a year, year and a half into like the influencer side of my business thinking, you know, maybe I could turn this into something because I really don't love my job. Um, I I don't love being a lawyer. (laughs) Um, And so how can I figure this out? And then it took, you know, the pivoting and the building and um, really the reckoning with am I really going to leave a job? Like I went to law school, I invested all of this time. And am I really going to leave behind, you know, a job as a lawyer, which is a job that society, you know, views as like, Oh, you're a lawyer. Like, (laughs) and, and now I'm going to move into online business coaching. And, and what does that mean? Like really reckoning with what other people were going to think, what I, what identity I was losing. And it took a few years (laughs) to get there <laughs> and talk us through that. So, I mean, cause you, and thank you for sharing because that's, you know, a lot of us don't talk because it's, it's like, it's not, it's kind of not nice to think about or say when, when it really comes down to, it's very ego driven, right? Like it's like, Oh, yeah. I'm known as a lawyer. Cause I went through, I'm, I'm saying this not from a place of judgment at all, because I also studied law. Yeah. I went into investment banking, you know, it was like all of those things where you're like, yes, I'm a bank. I'm like, I'm excellent. And, 
and yeah, and you have to like face into it and be like, what's more important is the title. And, you know, I know if I didn't know, if I wasn't looking at you, Anna, I would swear you were Asian as well. Because I'm like, it's like a classic, you know, you were know, like, oh, I was going to become a dentist. I was like, oh, I was going to become a doctor if I studied law, you know, like, so, you know, we, we get influenced by all these external, you know, and I'm sure that your family, your parents probably had a big part to play in that for you as well. Yeah. And you're right. There is a, you know, and I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of surprised, but also not surprised when it was like, you actually started thinking about this almost like four years ago now. And only now you made the decision. So talk us through that, almost that emotional journey of going, this is not where I'm meant to be, but, oh, I have to battle all these other things to get to the point where I'm comfortable with making this decision. Absolutely. And I, it is, it really is ego driven and, um, I think as a society, and it's so funny, I, you know, everyone has words of the year. Well, my, one of my words for this year was like self-validation, stop looking outward for validation from society, from your friends, from your parents, from whoever, because we do that so much. And that's why people get stuck in careers that they hate forever, <laughs> you know? And, and it was, it was, it was me grappling with, you know, who, who is my identity beyond being a lawyer? Who am I? And can I do this? Can I, especially, you know, I also struggled with, well, I didn't go to business school. I'm not, you know, I didn't spend time at a marketing firm or, you know, whatever it is. So can I really be a business coach? I mean, that's something else that I struggled with too, was that sort of imposter syndrome of, are people even going to want to work with me because I'm not, you know, I don't have 10 years in corporate marketing experience. And yeah. so it was kind of that duality of those things colliding of me struggling with letting go of being a lawyer and the sort of imposter syndrome of, can I really do this? And having to work through that over, yeah, several years and, you know, get to a point just to be, to be completely real, get to a point financially where we're going <laughs> to say, you know, goodbye to a six figure job and benefits yeah. and all of that good stuff. But it really was more of the emotional journey of, of leaning into what I'm meant to do and understanding that I don't have to prove my identity or my existence by being a lawyer. I, yeah. I'm just as worthy doing this. And, and is it as, um, easier heart as just almost telling yourself these things or what did you kind of have to go through to get to this point? Cause you're very much at the point now of like, yep, yeah, I know that I need to, <laughs> you know, find self-validation, all of those things, but that's, yeah. it, again, it's not one of those things that you can switch on and, you know, immediately. So yeah, talk us through that. Like what was that particular and were there any particular moments as well that you remember where you were like, no, nah, this is not happening or Either way, um, I'd love to just hear more about that journey for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I read a lot of books. <laughs> I read a lot of books by a lot of really, really amazing people. I mean, y'all know Mel Robbins. I mean, just different books um, that really help you lean into who you are meant to be. Um, and I really did have to go through a journey and did a lot of journaling. I mean, I'm very, very blessed. My husband is very supportive, even though my parents paid for law school, they are very supportive, <laughs> you know, they want me to be happy. And I think they also saw 
the emotional turmoil and the anxiety that my job was causing me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think deep down, they just wanted me to be happy, even if that meant pivoting, even if, you know, my mom is still, I think, scared a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I left, she's still, I think, you know, gripping the handlebars, white knuckling, (laughs) hoping things work out. Um, But having conversations about, you know, what would this look like? And, um, are you, you know, talking to them and it's that ego that, that wanting your parents approval too, saying like, are you sure you're not going to be mad at me if I, if I leave? Um, so there were conversations like that, that had to happen. And I do feel very blessed that I have the support, but I also want to say like to anyone listening, even if you don't have the support, like you have to lean into what, you know, you're meant to do. And whether that takes like you said, if you're able to turn it on awesome, or if you have to go through a year long process of journaling out your feelings and having conversations with, with people and, and working through that, it, it's a journey. It takes time. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Um, okay. I do now want to turn a little bit to marketing uh, because obviously we're talking to entrepreneurs and <laughs> one of the biggest things is always like, how do we grow our businesses? So I'd love for you to talk through what has, you know, your, what maybe what the main marketing strategies are that you've leveraged. And also in particular, was there a moment when you realized that you had a business? I I put that in quoted commas uh, because it's like, obviously when you start, you, you have a business, but it's like, you know, that moment when it's like things feel like they're working or maybe they're having it and that's okay. But was there a moment for you when you felt like, oh yeah, okay, this is a business. Um, I mean, as far as marketing, I mean, I, I do feel very blessed going in kind of from the influencer side, because I did have some of that background of, okay, how to grow an Instagram account. And even though things have changed on Instagram, it's still, you know, the basic principles are still the same, um, building relationships, connecting with people and, you know, being there to serve your audience, educate them and and provide value. And I think that that's Instagram really is my main marketing tool, but I have a blog. I have a blog for creators coaching co as well. Um, you know, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on TikTok, I'm on all the, all the things, you know? <laughs> um, but most of my effort goes into Instagram, um, my blog and email marketing, I would say is kind of the like trifecta for me. But, uh, I think for me really realizing that things were working with creators coaching co. And I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. And this was right before I left my job. So it was kind of divine timing. It was really, really great and affirming was signing my first two, you know, six, $7,000 clients and saying like, okay, this, this is going to work. I can do this. (laughs) Um, And that's, you know, and it it really only happened. I don't know what, what was that five months ago, six months ago. Um, But I think one great thing about business is once you start the ball rolling, it's like you're falling, you're, you're a little tiny snowball at the top of the mountain and you're rolling down and you're rolling down. But as you're building that momentum, you just keep building off of that. You keep going. And at least for me, but I think this is an entrepreneurial thing as well. Like that momentum energizes us. And so we just keep going, keep on going. (laughs) That's so true. I mean, I think I have, even yesterday, I've got to tell you, like I had such a um, a draining, draining morning because I was just feeling so overwhelmed. And then at, by the end of the day, I actually felt so just the feeling of progress, right? Because I finally, I just buckled down and I just started doing things. And it's just that, to your point, it's like that feeling of progress, that feeling of momentum. That's just what we 
that's what we feed off. Um, yeah. That's what gives us the juice. So you're 100% correct there. Um, okay. And where is your business headed and where do you see yourself investing for growth over the next year? Absolutely. So, I mean, my business, my main goal in business is just to help as many women as possible create that life and business that they love, right? We, we only get one life and well, I mean, most of us have to work, right? Money, money is a, is a necessary thing. <laughs> most of us have to work in some capacity. Um, but I want to help women build a business that really fits around their life rather than having to fit their life around their business or their nine to five. Right. So that is my goal over the next year, two years is just to help as many women as I can do that through high ticket sales and custom coaching programs. And, um, so that that's where I'm headed. And I really just, I believe in income is necessary, but impact is so important. And I want to have an impact in the world and the people, you know, my clients want to have an impact in the world. Those are my soul aligned dreamy clients are the people who want to change the world for the better. And, um, as far as, you know, growing, I'm a huge advocate of having, having a business coach, having a mentor, having someone in your business who can see, you know, the forest from the trees, because we get, we get all in the weeds of our business. And sometimes we make problems out of nothing because we just can't see where we have our blinders on and, you know, things, things become problems that aren't problems. So investing in, um, a coach and a mentor is something that I have done from the very beginning. And it has absolutely skyrocketed the amount of, you know, the amount of income I've made and really just taken me there so much faster. And yeah. so I'm a huge advocate of, of that in business. Amazing. And one last question, obviously, you know, as you're looking to scale, because we're all, you know, every entrepreneur is looking to scale. Where do you think, what, who do you think you're going to hire first? What, what role <laughs> do you think you're going to hire for? Um, you know, I, I probably will hire someone in-house, probably part-time. Um, but you know, I've thought about hiring a virtual assistant or, you know, a business manager, that kind of thing. But I think, you know, I want to build a team. I want to build um, a really close knit group, not something huge or anything, but a few really close knit people who are here to, you know, really move the vision forward of, like I said, having impact in the world and helping women create these businesses that work around their life. And so, yeah, I'll probably hire someone, you know, on, on my team to maybe handle some content, maybe even handle some sales calls. That would be lovely. Um, (laughs) But someone in-house that can really work sort of side by side with me to, to advance the business and grow. Amazing. I love that. Awesome. Wow. Anna, this has been so such a fun chat. So super helpful for everyone listening to this. Um, If anyone is interested in seeing what you have to offer, where is the best place for them to go? Yes, absolutely. Find me on Instagram at Creators Coaching Co. Send me a DM, say hello. Um, And I also have a really awesome, fun, free, 100% free masterclass if you're interested in creating a high ticket coaching program for your business. So check that out. You can find it in my Instagram bio or, you know, like I said, send me a DM, say hello. Amazing. All right, you guys, you heard that and uh, here and we will leave those in the show notes. So if you loved, I know that you love this episode, please leave us a rating, leave us a review, uh, share it with all your friends, follow us and we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Shen here. Thank you so much for listening to the Remarkable Entrepreneur Podcast. 
Now, if you are a successful online entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, then please visit go.theremarkableentrepreneurpodcast.com slash podcast dash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you please share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials and tag me. I'm at Deidre Shen. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media as well and let them know about the show. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. Now, we are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, reviews go a long, long way to help promote the show. And it means a lot to me and my team. And if you want to know more, go to our website, djshen.com. Follow me on LinkedIn, on Facebook. My Facebook group is actually called The Remarkable Entrepreneur. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Deidre Shen. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.